The New Factory Thinker by Bill Bishop Chapter 3 The Singularity is Here In the late 1970s, a friend got me a job in the computer department at a drug wholesaling company. I operated a room-size mainframe computer linked to 300 drug stores across the country where pharmacists filled out prescriptions using a computer terminal. Though basic by today's standards, the system was a massive leap in productivity and capability. The pharmacists loved the system because it did in seconds what used to take them hours to accomplish. During the 18 months I worked there, I got an inside look into the consequences, both good and bad, that advances in technology can have in the marketplace. Coincidentally, at the same time, I was reading The Medium is the Message, the book by Marshall McLuhan. While operating a massive computer, I digested his thesis that new technology has an unpredictable and irreversible effect on how humans think, work and interact with each other. McLuhan helped me see how our computer system was profoundly affecting the retail pharmaceutical industry. The most striking impact was that the pharmacists were completely dependent on our system. One morning the computers crashed and within seconds all the phone's lines started ringing. The pharmacist couldn't fill their prescriptions. Business had ground to a halt. Fortunately, I rebooted the system in 45 minutes but the lesson was clear. The pharmacists were completely dependent on our new technology. This dependency was underscored a month later when a fire broke out in the building. The black smoke fried our computers and shut down the system for three days. The pharmacists went crazy but there was nothing they could do. They couldn't revert back to the previous manual system. That was the irreversible part Marshall McLuhan talked about. Another consequence of this new technology also became evident. The system was created by a drug wholesaler to monopolize the marketplace. They gave the computer terminals to the pharmacists for free, and once they started using it, the pharmacists bought 98% of their drugs from our company. The pharmacists could still buy from other wholesalers, but it was a lot harder and more time-consuming, so they didn't bother. The other companies were locked out of the market. As you'll read in this book, I've coined a phrase for this type of monopoly, I call it an alpha network. I also had a first-hand lesson in Moore's law that states that computers double in speed every 18 months while becoming smaller and less expensive. The GEAC 8000 computer we used was twice as fast and less expensive than the GEAC 500 computer we used the previous year. The GEAC 8000 computer was also smaller and had more capabilities. I've kept track of this progression and today my smartphone has 100,000 times more processing speed than the GEAC mainframe that filled a large room back in 1979. This experience taught me that it's folly to ignore the impact of technology. If you run a business, it's likely something will happen in the near future that will have a disruptive impact on your business model. A new technology might undermine your business. A new competitor might change the power balance in your industry. Consumers might grow bored of what you're selling and flock to something new. Political and economic conditions might change and throw into question the viability of your industry. There might be a pandemic or a war. It's impossible to predict what specific changes will happen, but you can be certain that change will come. Change will happen because the singularity is here. I use this expression with thanks to Ray Kurzweil, who wrote the book The Singularity is Near. 
Kurzweil is an inventor and a futurist. His message is simple, the exponential growth of computer processing speed and power will continue, Moore's law, but the pace of this growth will be much greater in the coming decade. To visualize this trend, think about the doubling of integers starting with 1. The sequence goes 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, 128, 256, 512, 1014, and so on. At first the increase per generation is relatively modest. The increase in real terms from 4 to 8 is only 4. Even the increase from 64 to 128 is only 64. But when you get further along in the sequence, the increase per generation becomes astronomical. Within 22 generations, the sequence becomes 1 million to 2 million, 4 million to 8 million, 8 million to 16 million, and so on. At this point, the increase per generation is in the millions. This is what is happening to computers today. In the book The Second Machine Age, the authors use an analogy to illustrate this concept in non-mathematical terms. Get out a chessboard. On the first square, place one piece of rice. Then put twice that amount of rice on the next square, and then twice that much on the third square. Keep doing this until you have completed the 64 squares. Now ask yourself, how big is the pile of rice on the 64th square? Before I give you the answer, consider this. As you pile up the rice square by square, the first half of the chessboard is quite manageable. Even on the 32nd square, you still have a relatively small pile of rice. But when you get to the second half of the board, the piles get really big, and then even bigger. By the time you get to the 64th square, your pile of rice will be the size of Mount Everest. That's what's happening with computers. They've doubled in speed and capability for the past four decades, but it's been manageable because we were still on the first half of the chessboard. Now we've entered the second half of the board and the annual progression is accelerating beyond all previous experience. Each year, the progress of computers and their effect on our economy and society will exceed all of the progress achieved in all the previous years. That's why I say, you ain't seen nothing yet, when it comes to technology-related change. So what's this got to do with you and your business? Everything. It's not just that your computer will run faster, and that you will have more apps to play with on your smartphone, the impact will run much deeper. As Marshall McLuhan said, the medium is the message. It's not what we do with technology, or what we communicate with technology that matters, it's how the technology changes our society and us as human beings. As computer processing speed increases faster and faster, you, me, your family, your community, your company, your industry, and the whole world will be taken for a ride. It will be like a roller coaster that keeps picking up speed. Everything will change more rapidly and most of that change will be unpredictable. That's what Kurzweil means by the singularity. We're about to reach a point beyond which change will happen so fast and so unpredictably that we won't be able to plan for the future. That's why it's important to design your business or career to be future-proof. If you use old factory thinking, which is based on planning your future around specific products and services, you take a huge risk. That model worked in the past when the future was more predictable and slower to change. You could spread out the risk of your capital investment over years if not decades. Now however, if you use that model the odds will be against you. 
But if you build a new factory, structured as a value hub, the odds will be in your favor. You'll be able to change and adapt your business on a day-by-day, even minute-by-minute basis, without needing to pull up roots. Like a sturdy oak tree, your new factory will grow tall and strong no matter how much the wind blows or from what direction. Reading Kurzweil's book was both exhilarating and terrifying. As an entrepreneur, I revel in disruptive innovation. When I see disruption I see opportunity. But what if there is too much disruption? What if the world changes too fast? Kurzweil projects that within 20 years, a computer the size of your smartphone will have more processing power than the brains of everyone who ever lived times a trillion. And that's not even the scary part. He also conjectures that at a certain point, computers will start designing and building their own offspring, and at that point, we lowly humans will not understand or be able to keep up with the technological advances they're creating. It's at that point the ultimate singularity will have arrived. So that's frightening. And maybe it won't happen exactly like that. But it's certain, over the next decade, computers will become faster and smarter. More of us will become connected to each other, and just like the pharmacists, will use technology to do more things and become more dependent on it. But even that's not the big story here. The big story is that your world is going to change. What you think about and what you believe in will change. How you see the world will change. How you work will change, and how and what you buy will change. Moreover, your customers will change. How they think and what they buy will change. As a result, your business will need to change. That's why it's imperative to think ahead and adopt new factory thinking. It will enable you to survive and succeed during the disruption caused by the singularity. It will empower you to build a new kind of business designed for the brave new world ahead of us. To this end, I'll give you dozens of examples of how many companies, from large corporations to one-person home-based operations, have made the exciting transformation from old factory thinking to new factory thinking.